Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is The Howl. The Howl would like to welcome you to the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other, featuring all teams and all topics on everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is also a proud member of CLNS Media Network and can be found on clnsmedia.com, as well as Podient, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. The Howl is also produced with thanks to our wonderful supporting partners, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide. Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme. And Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on the howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. I am the triangle of the radio world, your host, Kevin Draves. To my right is Aaron Fastbreak Groshong, the producer of the show, and to my left is none other than Rob Princeton Hess. He is the jack of all trades for the program. The third quarter tonight, we have our 2K All Day segment. This week, we will look at the trade rumor of Andrew Wiggins to the Grizzlies for the fourth overall pick and Chandler Parsons. How do the Wolves fare if they make the trade? We'll find out in the third quarter, the 2K All Day quarter. This week, we are also giving away a copy of NBA 2K18 for Xbox One or PS4. All that's required of you is that you're in the United States. Subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and a review with this week's keyword. Fourth quarter leads off with the Howell Hardwood history, followed by Can Kevin Cousy. And tonight it's the wise words of Kyrie Irving. No alarm clock needed. My passion wakes me up. Quarter three of the Howell. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Third quarter each week is our 2K All Day segment sponsored by 2K. Make sure you listen to this quarter. Listen for the keyword we'll be giving out at some point. The way the keyword works is you can then use that if you are within these United States. You can use that keyword to leave a rating and review and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. And in that review, you would leave that keyword. And you'll be entered in for a chance to win a copy of 2K18 for PS4 or Xbox One. So this week, we are going to basically do something 
in honor of the draft that's coming up, and this is actually in regards to a potential trade that's kind of been mentioned out there. There's talk that the Grizzlies are looking to move their pick number four with Chandler Parsons, and we here at the Howl thought this would be a great chance to maybe take a look at what the Wolves could do if they were to make that trade. Now, specifically the trade we'd be talking about would be if we were to send Andrew Wiggins, possibly the number 20 pick as well, just depending on what it would take. Um, But in this situation, we'll say it was just uh, Andrew Wiggins for pick number four and Chandler Parsons. And we're doing a few different models. We're not sure how many at this point, but to try out a few different players. Uh, The first one we're looking at is going to be based off of if we had the number four and took Michael Porter Jr. So just to give you an idea of what the roster would look like. And by the way, as far as the roster is concerned, as far as coaches, things like that, we did try to make this as realistic as possible. So in a lot of our scenarios, we do get rid of Tom Thibodeau. In this instance, we do not. We held on to him. And then going down the list, so it's Towns, Butler, we have Jeff Teague, Chandler Parsons, Taj Gibson, Gorgie Jang. Again, we're trying to make it realistic. A lot of people would like Gorgie Jang off this team, but we're going to keep him on because it's going to be very difficult to move his contract. Uh, Nemanja Bielitsa, we were able to re-sign. Obviously, Michael Porter. We do re-sign Derek Rose. Wayne Ellington is a target a lot of people have talked about for us this summer, so we do sign him. Tyus Jones. We still have Justin Patton. At the 20th pick, we did end up taking Troy Brown. And then we held on to Emil Jefferson and Anthony Brown. We did look at keeping uh, Marcus George's hunt. For my money, I just feel like while he might have a higher floor than some of these other players, uh, you know, two-way guys, I felt that his ceiling was lower. So we we went a different direction than keeping him uh, in the fold. So that's the roster we're looking at. We're going to simulate to the trade deadline like we normally do, take a look at where we're at, and then finish off uh, season number one, take a look and see how the team would look if they made that trade. At the trade deadline, the Timberwolves are 33 and 22 in this scenario, sitting at the five spot in the Western Conference. So looking pretty good. Currently, we do have some injuries. Uh, at least Tyus Jones is currently injured. We're sitting at the trade deadline, so we did decide to take a look and see what was available out there. We were actually actually able to move Chandler Parsons for Bruce Brown and a lottery protected first round pick. So. He had actually had a decently productive season. We were able to move him because he's not in the long-term plans. So that's where we're at. Now we're simulating through the rest of the season to take a look, see how the Wolves can finish as far as the the Western Conference race is concerned. Uh, You would hope with this talented of a team, they would definitely make the playoffs. Nice start to the second half of the season with a couple wins, but of course it's going to take more than just a couple wins in the Western Conference. We're going to have to have a a few winning streaks, which is going to be crucial. Part of the reason our record's not a little better is, unfortunately, we've had a few different losing streaks, and part of that is due to uh, lack of chemistry because the team obviously was, uh, you know, a little a little different looking when it came to starting this season. Uh, We finished pretty strong, Uh, Rookie of the Year, Luka Doncic, so it was not Michael Porter, unfortunately. And looking at any of the other awards, we did not get any of those other than uh, Carl Towns does make All-NBA First Team. We have Jimmy Butler make All-NBA, All-Defensive First Team. So that's not bad at all. As far as um, All-Rookie is concerned, Michael Porter does make the All-Rookie Second Team. So not a bad look there. We'll take a look at the statistics to kind of see what type of rookie season he has had. And then see who else has kind of played well. But yeah, Michael Porter had a very solid season. So uh, 16 points per game. He was number two on the team. Also brought in just under six rebounds per game and almost four assists. 
1.1 steals, so you definitely got some decent numbers from him. 1.7 turnovers, not too bad. So he had a uh, very solid season as far as rookies are concerned. The other players that kind of stood out would be uh, Wayne Ellington at being a very nice pickup, getting uh, 10 points per game. So you, you definitely got some nice pieces. And then uh, towards the end of the uh, end of the team, you have uh, eight points from Troy Brown. So some nice production out of the rookies for the Wolves in this simulation. Going to the playoffs again, the Wolves are the four seed taking on Oklahoma City, the fifth seed. Take a look and see what kind of damage we can do in the Western Conference race. We do start off with a 2-0 lead over OKC. 2-1. Hopefully we're able to pull this off 2-2. They did even it up. We do lose one at home, so now it's 2-3 actually. This is not going well. 3-3. Can we take it, uh, win this game 7? Unfortunately, we cannot. Uh, that's really unfortunate. I would, I'm a little, I'm actually a little shocked there. I thought for sure we would make it past that first round series. Oklahoma City did make a run though, so obviously Oklahoma City's sitting with a pretty decent team. They end up making it to the Western Conference Finals, where they lost to the Houston Rockets. Looking at what their roster looks like, so the Thunder ended up signing Julius Randle and JJ Redick to already go along with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. They've got Gerald Green. Raymond Felton, Willie Reeds, they've gotten a they got a pretty good team here. So, and their do not plays are actually pretty good too, as far as uh, 2K players players that play well within the realm of 2K. Uh, you're talking about Antonio Blakeney and Terrence Ferguson, uh, decent pickups for depth guys. So they've got a pretty good team. We now move into off season number two here, but the first off season where we have Michael Porter. Start with league meetings. Take a look and see if there's anything that's really happening. After that, we'll kind of simulate through the off season. Offensive and defensive key violations to be changed from three seconds to five seconds. So that's kind of interesting. They definitely allow you to stay in there uh, quite a bit longer. Considering that three seconds in the key on both ends is called very infrequently, this definitely uh, is, a, I would say, actually a pretty big change. Looking ahead to the draft, the Wolves have the 25th pick in this year's draft in the simulation. So we're taking a look, uh, again, as far as years concerned, this would be the 2019 draft that we're at. We look at the staff signing. We do lose uh, Tom Thibodeau, but unfortunately, in my mind at least, he wasn't really able to do what you expected from him. And I actually think there's a good chance he'd be gone next offseason anyways. But that's a different issue. Looking at who's actually available, one of my favorite uh, head coaches in this game is uh, Stoffer. He's a guy that if you're ever doing simulations or if you're – you know, playing the actual seasons too, instead of just simulating. He's a guy you definitely want to target uh, as a virtual GM. He ends up being a very good coach. We've had very good luck with him in a lot of our simulations. And then we have assistant GM. We'll grab uh, the best guy available there and move on. And then we'll, we'll jump through the draft and free agency and come back at the start of next season. Looking at our roster after the offseason, not a ton has changed, but, uh, you know, a few changes that you kind of liked. Carl Towns, is still here. Jimmy Butler, we, we, were able to, we were able to re-sign both of them. Michael Porter Jr. is still here. Jeff Teague did accept his player option, so he is still around with the team. He is a player we might try to move here, though. We do still have Derrick Rose, who we had signed to a multi-year min deal. Wayne Ellington, Gorgie Jang, Tyus Jones, Troy Brown, Justin Patton. We did sign up, so we lost Taj Gibson in free agency, or at least we chose not to re-sign him. Chinanu Onwaku is a player we picked up, uh, just 22 years old, already a 74. That's a decent young prospect. We have Nemanja Bialica. We still have Emil Jefferson, Anthony Brown, Bruce Brown. And then we actually drafted uh, Frederick Gerbeau, a player that we've had pretty good luck with in the past. 
as far as uh, players we get in free agency normally, but he was available as one of the top players when we picked. He is a Euro stash. We would get him next season. So a decent roster based on what we're looking at. Again, we may look to move Jeff Teague just because you're getting such a low rating with him as far as your starting point guard is concerned. It'd be nice to actually maybe go a little higher, maybe look to have Tyus Jones start uh, at this stage as well. So that's what we're going to start at, and we'll come back at the trade deadline. Deadline, we are sitting 40-14. and 14. Uh, The Wolves are just dominating this season, number one in the West, and I believe actually number one in the league currently. So really playing well. We did end up training Jeff T at the end of the season. We got a really nice deal. We got Bam Adebayo, a good young player, already in 81 uh, in this game. So definitely a good guy to add. Now, granted, we've got a decent amount of centers at this stage. You know, Carl Towns, Justin Patton, add Bam Adebayo to the mix. So you've definitely got your top heavy as far as the, the centers are concerned. But, man, there's some good centers, good young centers, too. So it's just something to build around. It gives you kind of a few different options. And you were able to move on from that Jeff T contract. Looking at the trade deadline, we did think about making some other moves, but just given how well the team is playing, you don't want to jinx it and change much up. So we're going to move ahead with the rest of the season, and we'll see what we're able to do here. Uh, so far to start the second half, much of the same of the first half, playing very, very good basketball, sitting at 45-18 and 18 currently. Um, a few losses in a row there dropped us a bit, so we are sitting in the second slot behind the Warriors, but still looking really, really good. Actually, just beat the Warriors, so we're right on their tails. It's going to be a tight finish, and the season's over. We did finish with the two seed, uh, rookie of the year, R.J. Barrett, Isaiah Thomas, sixth man of the year for the Lakers. That's interesting. Defensive player of the year, Hassan Whiteside. Uh, most improved is Dennis Smith, and coach of the year is Steve Kerr. So taking a look at what's what our players actually did statistics-wise. The player we really want to look at with Michael Porter Jr., just to get an idea of what he was able to do or continue to do. So this season, we're talking 17 points, uh, 5.5 rebounds per game, just under 4 assists per game, so really doing some nice things, 1.2 steals. So definitely a lot to like about Michael Porter Jr.'s game, although he hasn't really jumped up statistics-wise in terms of what he's been able to accomplish. You're seeing uh, decent uh, numbers across the board, too, for Jimmy Butler. Derrick Rose actually uh, played pretty well, though you'd like to see more assists from one of your top point guards. Tyus Jones has really shined point guard-wise. Almost two steals per game, 5.3 assists per game, and eight points. So you're getting some good production across the board from most of our players. So it's no surprise we're sitting at the two seed uh, sitting here in this season. The 2020 season is actually where we're at. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is the Howl. Sitting in the, the first round of the playoffs, we are the two seed. So actually, this is a good time. We're going to do the key word, and the key word will be two, T-W-O. So again, uh, to be eligible to win your copy of NBA 2K18 for the PS4 or Xbox One, all you have to do is go on to iTunes, leave a rating and review and subscribe, and in that review, leave the word to, T-W-O. And again, you do need to be in these United States to be valid to enter. All right, so starting the simulation of the playoffs themselves, we start off to a 1-0 lead, a 2-0 lead over the Pelicans. So far, so good. 3-0 lead, and we are a much better team at this stage than them. We do end up sweeping them, so that's a nice start to the playoffs. Now we're going up in the second round against the Denver Nuggets. Hopefully we are able to play just as consistent against them. So far we are up 3-0, and they do take one. 
So we do end up winning 4-1, but uh, pretty impressive. And actually, the Warriors have struggled a bit, so it, they might lose or they come to us hopefully a little tired. Uh, Warriors do end up pulling it out 4-2 to two over the Spurs. So now we're sitting in the Western Conference Finals. 1-0, uh, we are up. 1-1. So we took one in Golden State, which is, which is no easy feat. Uh, they took one right away in Minnesota. 2-2 after four games. So we've still got a shot here. 3-2, we are winning uh, after five. And we do make it to the championship. So the Wolves are in the championship against Cleveland. Let's see what we're able to do here. Uh, 1-0, we are up against Cleveland. It is now tied 1-1. We've still got a shot here. 2-1, Wolves are up. Can we make it 3-1? We can. 3-1. We got a good shot here. And we do. We win the championship. So for anyone that's wondering what kind of a team we would have if we were able to switch Michael Porter Jr. with Andrew Wiggins, let it be known. Simulations show championship and championship in just year 2020 so you're not waiting a long time and you have a little bit of a hardship because you lost in in the first year of the michael porter experience you did lose in the first round in a close race uh you end up winning though in his second year finals mvp goes to carl towns towns currently sitting at 95 overall in the finals he averaged 32 minutes 16 points per game just eight rebounds, but three three assists per game as well, and a block. So pretty solid numbers. We end up winning 4-1 over the Cleveland Cavaliers in the 2020 season. So with that in mind, we'll probably come back to this at a later date, but we will look to move on to the next player in our simulation, which would be we'd be going through the same simulation, but instead of Michael Porter, we're going to jump into Mo Bamba. So at the trade deadline, the Timberwolves in this Mo Bamba simulation – are sitting at 36-19 and 19 in season number one. Pretty good. They're sitting in the four slot in the West, so not that bad. Only four games back. Sorry, five and a half games back of the first seed. At the trade deadline, we were able to move Chandler Parsons. Surprisingly, the Spurs were able to give up two first-round picks. They were willing to do that. And then we did grab, we were actually short on small forwards on the roster. The only one currently that we have as a true small forward would be Anthony Brown. We did pick up a player in free agency to uh, basically fill that void just to give us something. I, I, you know, I didn't want to keep Chandler Parsons here long-term, even though we looked pretty good. We grabbed Killian Tilly, 21 years old, a 69 overall, which is not necessarily ideal, but he's young enough where you could still build him into something, and we were able to get him for four years on the minimum. Simulating through the rest of the season, and we'll take a look and see where we're at at the end. All right, as the Mo Bamba season one finishes, Mo Bamba does make first team all-rookie. Michael Porter Jr. was only able to make uh, all-rookie second team, so if that makes a little bit of a difference. We are the five seed going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder. In the previous simulation with Michael Porter, we were actually the four seed in this simulation, and we ended up losing to Oklahoma City. So we'll see if maybe we have better luck as the five seed. We are down 2-0, so not a great start. 3-0 we are down. We do, we do pull one off, so 3-1 is what we're looking at. 3-2, maybe we can make that comeback. 3-3, we make it to Game 7. So Game 7 would be in Oklahoma City since we are the lower seed. And we win it, actually. We do end up making it past the first round. So we've already had more success in Season 1 under Mo Bamba than we did under Season 1 with Michael Porter Jr., Looking at the statistics, at least from the game seven, Wayne Ellington had just a monster game, 30 points. You, I, I did not expect that out of him. Mo Bamba had nine points, 11 rebounds. He had two blocks, 
So that was nice to see. You actually got two blocks from Bielitsa and Butler too in this game. So you definitely got some nice pieces to contribute in this in this game. Now you're up against. So the Wolves are sitting here up against the Golden State Warriors in the second round. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is our this is the Howell Quarter Three, our 2K All Day segment, sponsored by 2K. Moving forward, we'll see if we're able to pull a couple games out against the Warriors. It's 1-1 so far, so we already won game in Golden State. We have now taken home court advantage away from them. 2-1, we are winning. 3-1, we're now winning against Golden State. This is very impressive. 3-2, can we find a way to pull it off? It is 3-3. This is looking very similar to the Oklahoma City series, only in reverse. We are in Game 7, obviously, in Golden State. And we were eliminated, unfortunately. That's the, that's unfortunate. I thought we might have had a chance to beat them once we're up 3-1. Looking at the team, you got some decent statistics. Uh, nice 10-rebound game from Mo Bamba. Players that, you know, Justin Patton is still not having any sort of an impact. That's unfortunate. But a decent a decent showing nonetheless. You know, Tilly, the, the player we got out of free agency, is actually playing major minutes. Might even be starting. Seven points two assists, and three rebounds for him. So it ended up being a pretty good pickup. So we've got some nice pieces going forward. Definitely more successful so far on the Mo Bamba era. By the way, the Bucks actually win the championship in this season. Finals MVP, no shock, is Giannis Antetokounmpo. So we will move on to the offseason and take a look at what the team can do going forward, and we'll come back going into next season and see where the roster's at, see what kind of moves we need to make to take that next step. Just like we did in the Michael Porter Jr. simulations, we end up winning the championship in this next season. So it's going to be important to take that next step now since we made it to the uh, a little further than just the first round like we did in the previous simulation. Something we were able to learn in the offseason is part of the reason why the Wolves – lost a little earlier than we had hoped in the playoffs in this Mo Bamba simulation is actually that uh, Carl Towns actually dislocated his right patella. The new season is about to start, and he's still going to miss four to six more weeks. So obviously losing arguably your best player is a huge blow to to your season. And he's, I mean, like I said, he's still going to be out another couple months, and this is the start of the season. So that's a huge loss and a big reason why we didn't go further or maybe win the championship in Mo Bamba's first year. Going over the roster as we look at it starting the second season, we have Jimmy Butler, we have the injured Towns, Mo Bamba, Bam Adebayo, Derek Rose, Gorgie Jang, Tyus Jones, Wayne Ellington, Nemanja Bielitsa, Troy Brown, Justin Patton, Killian Tilly, Chinanu Onuwaku, Emil Jefferson, Anthony Brown, and Frederick Gerbo. Now, Frederick Gerbo, we did just draft. He, he is technically on the roster but he is an international uh, draft and stash, so he will not be over officially till next season. For anyone that plays this game consistently, though, he is a guy you definitely want to target in that 2019 draft class. He ends up being pretty good in this game. All right, so we're going to simulate to the trade deadline as we normally do and see what the team is able to accomplish in that period. Obviously, could be a bit of a slow start with Towns out for a bit, but we'll see if the rest of the pieces are able to contribute enough to make up for that loss. Or how important Gorgie Jang is to the success of this team long-term. In this scenario, he broke his leg early in the season, and we're still sitting number one in the division, or sorry, number one in the Western Conference at 37-18. and 18. So obviously playing very, very good basketball right now, especially given we were missing, missing Towns for a large part of the beginning of the season. 
So that is huge for our development. So we're going to go ahead, simulate the rest of uh, this season, see if we can make it into the playoffs and maybe make some sort of a run. Now, for, remember, in the Michael Porter Jr. simulation, we did win the championship in year two. So that would obviously be what we're looking to do with Mobamba. But I'm already pretty confident at this stage that between the two, I would go Mobamba over Michael Porter Jr. I think even in year one, you could just see more from the team with Mobamba than you did with Michael Porter Jr. Also, given a lot of Michael Porter Jr.'s you know health concerns, things like that, if it was at all close, and I think that it is, you'd probably go Mobamba because just he jumps off the page statistics-wise. He's super fast. He has so many reasons you could like him on both offense and defense. All right, so we finished the season. Let's take a look here and see what we were able to accomplish. Looking at the superlatives for the end of the year, it looks like the Wolves were not able to make any lists, but that's all right because we dominated. We did finish as the number one seed in the West, 57-25. and 25. We ended the season on a six-game win streak. Now, before we get into this, let's just take a look, see if we have anyone that is injured because that's kind of haunted us in the past. We are injury-free, knock on wood, of course. We do not want anything else to happen here. So we go into the series with the eight-seed Nuggets, and we are completely healthy. And with a completely healthy roster, we should be able to dominate this team. Looking start off three and one, and we go to yep, four and one. We end up taking it. You know, before we move on, in this Mo Bamba simulation, again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is the Howl Quarter Three, our 2K All Day segment. Looking at what we have here in the Mo Bamba simulation, we're going to quick take a look at his statistics on the season. I think it's a it's a good idea to at least get a kind of a baseline for what he's able to do. This season, we're talking 11.2 points per game, 7.7 rebounds, uh, 2.3 assists, which isn't bad. Almost two blocks per game, gets a steal. He really does a lot of nice things, and obviously we're winning with him, so that's a plus. Moving on to that second Moving on to that second-round matchup, we'll take a look and see who we're up against the Golden State Warriors. But we are, again, the, the higher seed, so we'll see if we're able to take them. 1-1 one, one is the start. 2-1, we are up. 2-2, two, two, Warriors are making this a bit of a season, a bit of a series. 3-2 three, us. 3-3, three, three, it does go to a game 7, and we do pull it out. So we are going to the Western Conference Finals, which is big. And we're going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder. I believe that's the same team we ended up taking out in the Michael Porter Jr. Uh, simulation we did earlier. Hopefully we can make it to the championship game. That would definitely be a coup for us if we could make it there. We start off 0-1. That's not good. 1-1. All right, we keep picking up early. 1-2, uh, we're down. This is not looking great for us. 3-1, uh, we are down. I'm going to take a look quick just to make sure that we're not missing anybody. Hopefully we didn't... Uh, jinx ourselves talking about no injuries and uh unfortunately yes we did jinx ourselves carl towns for a second season in a row he ends up breaking his leg and so unfortunately uh the odds of us winning this are a lot slimmer we do take it to five games now three two so we still got a chance can we get it to game six we get it to game six i'll tell you right now so we're doing this mo bamba we have no Carl Towns who's out for the season with a broken leg. This is incredibly impressive. Even if we do not make it to the championship and win the championship like Michael Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr. did not do it alone. Mo Bamba's doing this largely. I mean, obviously Jimmy Butler's there, but 
as far as the centerpieces, it's it's Mo Bamba right now. So impressive. They make it to the championship. So no Carl Towns, and the Wolves are able to make it to the championship, taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Taking a look at the box score from that last that game seven, Mo Bamba, 29 points, seven rebounds, three blocks, three steals and assists, just one turnover. Just a monster game. Absolutely dominating. The other player that did help us out, I will say uh, Bam Adebayo and then uh, Killian Tilly were some nice pickups. Really helped us out a lot. Yeah, looking at Jimmy Butler really didn't really didn't score a lot of points, but really had a solid game. Nine points, but eight rebounds, eight assists, and two steals. So really solid, but you're not doing that without Bam. Bam is my MVP so far. This has just been incredible. We're up 1-0 on the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA championship. 1-1, they do tie it up. 2-1, the Wolves take uh, the lead. 3-1, Wolves got a pretty good shot as long as they don't pull a Warriors. 3-2, can they pull it off? And they do. The Wolves win the championship thanks to Mo Bamba. And Mo Bamba actually wins finals MVP. Absolutely incredible. What a, what a series the guy had. 12.8 points, 8 rebounds, uh, almost 4 assists per game. Almost three blocks a game. Oh, just the guy dominated. Uh, 44% from three. Just, oh, what a series. What an absolute series. At, at this stage, through two simulations, I'm going Mo Bamba. If we were to make the trade we talked about with the Grizzlies, that's definitely the pick. It would be Mo Bamba, 100%. So the next player we're going to look at in this uh, group of simulations is going to be Jaron Jackson Jr., and that's what we'll start up now. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is the Howell Quarter 3, our 2K all-day segment. So starting out the Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, shot at this simulation that we're doing currently. Looking at the roster, you have Carl Towns, Jimmy Butler, Jeff Teague, Jaron Jackson, Car- Ugh. Chandler Parsons, Taj Gibson, Gorgie Jang, Nemanja, Bielitsa, Derek Rose. Going down the list, you have Wayne Ellington, Tyus Jones, Justin Patton, Troy Brown, Emil Jefferson, and Anthony Brown. So again, we're trying to keep this as accurate as possible. So we tried to target players that Tom Thibodeau would likely target in free agency, players that are actually attainable. And we did keep Tom Thibodeau, despite the fact that as Wolves fans, we do not want him here. So we'll, we'll, as usual, we'll simulate to the trade deadline, take a look at where we're at, and then we'll get through the rest of the season, see how Jaron Jackson Jr. stacks up against Mo Bamba and Michael Porter Jr. Simulation, much like in the Mo Bamba simulation, we have definitely had some bad luck injury-wise. Uh, Jeff Teague broke his right leg out for the season. Wayne Ellington with a high right ankle sprain has been out for a while. And Jaron Jackson, the man who we are doing this for, actually has broken ribs. Uh, but luckily, he is only day-to-day at this stage. But uh, Jeff T being out for the season isn't doing us any favors necessarily. But at the same time, if you're going to uh, be missing a couple players, Teague and Ellington are probably some of the better ones. Obviously, it's good that we still have Towns. We still have Jimmy Butler. Looking at the team, we are 30-26 and 26 at the trade deadline. We are sitting in that sixth spot. So uh, not too bad. We're 11 spots or 11 games out of the out of the one seeds. We do have some work to do in the second half of the season. With Jaron Jackson coming back soon, that'll help. Hopefully we can get Wayne Ellington back for his three-point shooting. So, so far to start the second half of the season, uh, we're definitely getting some wins. We're looking a lot stronger. Moving up the ranks, already up the, to the three seed, but you fluctuate quite a bit in the West just given the talent level. 
We are sitting at the three seeds still, four seed, three seeds, but jumping back and forth, and the season is finished. So let's take a look at what the Wolves were able to do on the season. So 48 and 34, the Wolves are sitting at the five seed. So that's not too bad. We'll take that. Looking ahead at uh, what we're going to be doing here. And my eyes actually deceived me. Sorry, we are the three seed at 48 and 34. So not too shabby at all. Looking pretty, pretty good at this stage in the simulation. Going to player statistics, we'll take a look and see how Jaron Jackson was able to do on the season. So Jaron Jackson, uh, 14 points, 7.5 rebounds, 3.3 uh, assists, over two blocks a game. So crazy. Really did a lot. You definitely have some injuries. Obviously, uh, Jeff Teague's still out. Derrick Rose is actually day-to-day -day as well, so we're a little thin at the point guard spot. Oh, actually, and Tyus Jones is also hurt. So we are actually out every single one of our point guards going into the playoffs. So we came in with three point guards, and we have zero now. So in this first season, we're definitely going to have some trouble, I would guess, here in the playoffs. We are taking on Oklahoma City, who in these simulations have done a very good job. Start off 0-1, uh, not totally surprised there. 0-2, having no point guards makes this very difficult. 0-3, and, and unfortunately we do get swept. Not totally surprising given we had literally no point guards on the roster and no roster room to actually make any real moves. Looking at the box score, we'll take a look and see who was at least able to contribute for the Timberwolves. Jimmy Butler was the top guy, 25, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Solid game from Towns. Jaron Jackson, 12 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. You're definitely not seeing the giant impact that you saw from, I would say, Michael or Mo Bamba. I think Mo Bamba is still in the lead at this stage. But again, when you're missing every one of your point guards, it's tough to necessarily feel bad. Although, actually, I take that back. In the last game, Derrick Rose did come back, but that was not enough uh, to get the job done. You're still just too short at that position. So we move into the offseason of this simulation where we are doing Jaron Jackson as our pickup in this simulations draft. So moving to season two, both Mo Bamba and Michael Porter Jr. set the bar high, winning the championship for the Wolves. We'll see if the Wolves in this current state are able to do something similar. And we'll come back at the end of the offseason, take a look at where we're at in terms of the roster. Part of the second season, looking at the roster that we have currently, it's Carl Towns, Jimmy Butler, Jaron Jackson, Derek Rose, Gorgie Jang, Tyus Jones, Chandler Parsons, Nemanja Bielitsa, Troy Brown, Wayne Ellington, Jeff Teague, Justin Patton, Emil Jefferson, Anthony Brown, and P.J. Washington we picked up in free agency. Uh, there wasn't much available in the draft where we were picking. The player we normally take, Francis Gerbeau, was actually taken a couple picks before us. So we decided just to not worry about the draft. We did not sign our draft pick, who uh, was not real high in the overall anyways. All right, so we'll go to the simulation as we normally do. We'll simulate to the trade deadline, take a look and see how we're able to do in Season 2 of the Jaron Jackson simulations. Again, this is the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. You're listening to the Howl 2K All Day segment here in quarter three. Trade deadline, it has been a bit of a struggle. 30 and 26. Uh, injuries uh, so far not really been an issue. We are the seventh seed. So, so far in this Jaron Jackson simulation, definitely not looking like the same team you got when you had Michael Porter Jr. or when you had Mo Bamba. Those guys are definitely ahead of the pack at this stage in the simulations, but we got a lot of season left, so we'll see if they're able to make a run. 
still sitting in that 6-7. They have moved up a little bit every so often. You know, a win and a loss just jumps you left and right just because of how good the Western Conference is. Sitting at the 5 seed, again, they drop right down to the 7 seed so quickly. It's tough to see how they're gonna, what they're going to finish at. All right, so the season has finished. MVP, LeBron James. Rookie of the year, R.J. Barrett. Not really a shock with either of those. Uh, by the way, the Sacramento Kings have Mo Bamba in this scenario. Wins defensive player of the year for the for the Kings. He averages 16 points, 10 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 1.3 steals, and 2.7 blocks. Showing just why he was as good as he was for us in the simulations. Carl Towns makes all-NBA first team. Nothing wrong with that. Carl Towns uh, really just had a very solid season. Looking at the rest of the superlatives, Jaron Jackson makes all defensive first team. That's crazy. And Jimmy Butler all defensive second team. Pretty impressive. Oh, Mo Bamba also makes all defensive first team. So you're really seeing why both those players are so highly touted in this draft. Finish the season 48 and 34, and we actually do get the three seed again. So very similar to what we finished with in the Mo Bamba scenario. The difference being, though, there were injuries involved there. On top of that, Record-wise, in both the Michael Porter Jr. simulations and in the Mo Bamba simulations, uh, the team definitely performed better. But still, sit at the three seed. We're taking on the Lakers. Not a bad option. Start off, we are up 1-0. 1-1, they tie it quickly. Uh, 2-1, we are up. 2-2, they are making this more of a series than you'd hope to see. 3-2, we are up. Can we get it in six? We can. So in six games, we do move on to round two in this simulation. All right, in the second round, we do take on the Phoenix Suns. Hopefully, we can continue playing well. 1-1. We're definitely struggling a bit more. We're not as dominant with Jaron Jackson, it seems like, although we're up 3-1 now and 3-2. They're still making it a bit of a series. 3-3. We take it to seven games. Let's take a look just to make sure and see if anyone's hurt, if there's anything else that's contributing to us struggling just a bit to end this series here. Chandler Parsons has a broken back, and he's out for the season. Not exactly a huge deal for us, but at the same time, you'd like to have that uh, chemistry going. And the Wolves were eliminated, so they don't even make it to the Western Conference Finals. I got to say, uh, I was not as impressed as I was hoping. Jaron Jackson's one of my favorite players in this draft, but the simulation just does not back him up as much as you got from both Mo Bamba and Michael Porter Jr. So that's just something to think about going forward. Looking at what we were able to do here, looking at the statistics, Jaron Jackson led the way. With a monster game, 22 points, 7 assists, and 5 rebounds, 4 blocks. So when you're losing games, it's definitely not because of him putting up a monster game. Carl Towns, 20-14. and 14. Jimmy Butler, 19-5-5. Five five. Actually, Derrick Rose, in all these simulations, has really played well. 19 points here, 2 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. Only 1 turnover. So pretty solid what you're getting from some of these players. Uh, Jeff Teague being hurt, it looks like did not do us any favors. So Jeff Teague in these simulations has really been a guy that's hurt us quite a bit considering how often he has been injured. So that's something to consider in a lot of these simulations. But at least so far, Jaron Jackson has not passed the test like the others have. We will end this portion of the simulation. We do have two more simulations to run. We are going to take one more look at one of the players for the Wolves, which would be Luka Doncic. And then we are also going to take a look at how Andrew Wiggins going to the Grizzlies affects their future as well coming up. So again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is the Howell Quarter 3, our 2K All Day segment. Now we're starting up the Luka Doncic simulation with the Wolves here. 
looking at the roster like we have in all the other simulations, Carl Towns, Jimmy Butler, Luka Doncic, Jeff Teague, Chandler Parsons, Taj Gibson, Gorgie Jang, Nemanja Bielitsa, Derek Rose, Wayne Ellington, Tyus Jones, Justin Patton, Troy Brown, Emil Jefferson, and Anthony Brown. Now, as you've probably noticed at this point, the rosters have been the same other than the specific players we're talking about. The big reason for that is we're trying to keep consistency in terms of seeing who the best prospect would be given the current roster. And on top of that, we're trying to make it as realistic as possible. There's a good chance we go after Wayne Ellington, a good chance we go after Derrick Rose this offseason, and so on. So we will simulate to the trade deadline as we have in the past. Take a look and see what the team is able to do with Doncic on this roster. The Wolves are sitting at 43-13, and 13, just crazy good. And even with that, they're not the number one team in the West. The Warriors actually are sitting with a higher win percentage at 42-10, and 10, which is crazy. But 43-13, and 13, just really solid contributions. The team is looking really good, and we're going to see what this team is willing to do. And, you know, the one thing I'll, I'll talk about as a change, uh, going into just after the trade deadline, you have the contract extension. And Jimmy Butler is actually willing to have take a contract ex- a contract extension right now, as opposed to waiting till the off season, which has legitimately never happened when I've run these simulations. So that's something to keep in mind. It's it's pretty crazy that you're able to get some of these guys uh, just with grabbing Doncic. Jimmy Butler sees the difference uh, in the team, and you know obviously part of that is Wiggins gone. But even in the other simulations with guys like Bamba, J- JJJ, and those players. He was not willing to stay at this stage. You had to wait till the offseason and give him a full Supermax. So this is kind of cool to see. Uh, Carl Towns is still listed as undecided, but he does, uh, you know, he will end up signing that a five-year extension in the offseason most likely. So now we simulate the rest of the uh, the rest of this season and take a look and see what the Wolves are able to do to finish things off. They do start off uh, with a few losses right off the bat, but then they do quickly jump into a five-game win streak. So the team is looking very good to start the second half of the season. Still sitting in that two slot because the Warriors are just on fire right now. We're still just you know two, three games back, but we do end up finishing in that second slot. Rookie of the year does end up being our guy Luka Doncic. 22 points, five rebounds, 5.9 assists. 1.5 steals, almost two blocks a game, 88% from the free throw line, 43% from three. So really had a pretty incredible season. Most improved player, FYI, in this scenario, Andrew Wiggins ends up winning the most improved player award for the Memphis Grizzlies. 18 points, 4.2 rebounds, 2.7 assists, a steal. Really put up some pretty good numbers, 39% from three although he is still struggling in this scenario from the free throw line at just 64%. So just uh, food for thought. And uh, surprisingly, coach of the year, Tom Thibodeau, coach of the year, sitting us at 63-19. and 19. So very impressive what the Wolves were able to do with Luka Doncic at the helm. Carl Towns makes um, NBA, uh, all NBA, let's see, Carl Towns makes the... All-NBA first team, and then, wow, Luka Doncic, All-NBA second team as a rookie. That is absolutely crazy to think about. Looking at the All-Defensive team, Luka Doncic is All-Defensive second team. So incredibly impressive. And then, obviously, All-Rookie first team as he was Rookie of the Year. So we do finish as the two seed. We are taking on the San Antonio Spurs. Start off 1-0. 
Start off 2-0. It's looking pretty good here for the Timberwolves. They're up to a 3-1, and they do end up moving on 4-1 over the Spurs. Moving into the second round, you have the New Orleans Pelicans are the uh, the team we're taking on here. I really like our chances here in this series. Luka Doncic is just playing some incredible basketball. And you add that to, obviously, the always good Jimmy Butler and Carl Towns. And there's definitely something to like with what we're building here. 3-1, we're up over the Pelicans. 3-2, they do take it to six games. And we do end up winning that game. We end up taking on the Rockets in the Western Conference Finals. The Rockets were able to actually win 4-1 over the Warriors in those uh, in the previous series. So here we are at the Western Conference Finals, taking on the Houston Rockets. We are down 0-1 to start, down 0-2. Not a great start for the Wolves. Oh, down 0-3. Let's take a look just to make sure that no one's hurt. The second you start playing poor like this, you start to wonder. No one is hurt. The Rockets just outplaying us, unfortunately. Let's take a look at some of the box scores here before we simulate Game 4. Carl Towns putting up some pretty big numbers, 18 and 14. Luka Doncic, very similar to Jimmy Butler, puts up good stats across the board. Although in this series, Jimmy Butler has definitely struggled a bit shooting, and is he's not getting the stat line you would hope for from him. All right, so we go to game four, see if we can at least pull one off. We do, so we're up three, or we're down three one at this stage. So we still got a chip in a chair, as they say. Hopefully we can pull it off. Nope, we do end up getting eliminated in that next game. Uh, you got some major minutes from Wayne Ellington in this one, but Luka Doncic is your guy, uh, uh, leads, the league, or leads the team with 21 points. So definitely stuff to like. Jimmy Butler had another uh, not-so-great game. I think a big part of us losing to, this, to the Rockets was they were able to shut down Jimmy Butler, and that definitely hurt us quite a bit. But overall, a pretty good uh, first season for Doncic. I don't know that you could have asked for much more from him, making all-NBA team, all-defensive team, and being the rookie of the year. Now we jump into the offseason, and we'll take a look at what we can add to this setup to hopefully become even better next season. Started off the second season of the Luka Doncic rebuild, or I guess Luka Doncic simulation. It's definitely not a rebuild, given uh, the kind of pieces we already have. Looking out pretty good, 15-7 and seven to start at the three seed so far, so looking pretty good. In terms of uh, player changes, the only guy we picked up is the same one we did for the last simulation, which is uh, P.J. Washington. We did pick him up just kind of as a, a younger depth piece who's uh, 21 years old and already a 70 overall. It's not a bad player. We're sitting at 32 and 12 right now. We are the top seed in the West, looking very solid. Won uh, six in a row recently. Really just playing solid basketball. Uh, we've gotten to the trade deadline now. We're sitting in at the second slot. And we'll see if the Wolves can continue this success going forward. Looking at uh, league news, we'll take a look and see if the Wolves do have any injuries. Currently they do. Uh, broken right finger for Tyus Jones is all we're sitting with. That's not too bad. Looking at the statistics, we'll take a look and see where Luka Doncic is sitting for the Wolves. So player statistic, Luka Doncic, 22.3 points per game, 3.4, sorry, 3.8 rebounds, 5.3 assists, uh, one block, and 1.4 steals. So definitely putting up some solid numbers. You're really liking what you're getting out of Doncic at this stage. I think in terms of what he brings to the table, if you were able to add him to the Wolves roster, it sure looks like he is the uh, kind of that, that big-name piece you'd look for. I think if we're going by what we've seen so far, the order would probably be 
Luka Doncic number one for us, uh, based on you know players that could be available at four if this trade went down. It'd be Luka Doncic, Mo Bamba would be two, uh, Michael Porter Jr. would be three, and Jaron Jackson would be fourth. But obviously, if the Wolves were able to get any one of those four players, I think us Wolves fans would all be very pleased with what uh, you know with what's uh, going on there. It's funny, if you go into the uh, players to look at contract extensions, both Chandler Parsons, Gorgie Jang, and Jeff Teague actually all would love to come back, but uh, no thank you. We will definitely pass on that. So we are going to simulate now through the end of the season. Uh, Wolves sitting in that two slot in the Western Conference. They're right there. They're neck and neck with the Warriors. I'm hoping they can find a way to pull it off. Just three games back. I don't think they have enough to to end up pulling off that first seed and they do end up finishing in the second slot rookie of the year rj barrett no surprise there uh, most improved player mo bamba for the phoenix suns so just consistently we've seen him be a part of the accolades which is really cool and i think part of the reason why we really like him in these simulations and why he's done really well when he's been with the timberwolves in these simulations as far as other superlatives uh, carl anthony towns does make all nba third team in terms of anyone else, Luka Doncic makes all defensive second team. So, again, very impressive season for Doncic. Remember, the Wolves finished 59-23. and 23. I believe that that would actually be the best we've seen so far from any of the Wolves teams uh, as far as we're concerned. 57 wins is what we got from Michael Porter Jr. and Mo Bamba. So we're sitting at the two spot. We are playing the Spurs. That's been a popular matchup for us recently. 2-0 to start. Make it 3-0. Hopefully we can pull off the sweep. And we do. We do pull off the sweep, end up winning that series four games to zero. Moving on, we do take on the Houston Rockets. Uh, very good team. Tells you how good the West is in this sim or in real life. A 50 and 32 for the Rockets, and they finished at a lower seed, um, but they're, they're still making it this far. So it's not, not a bad look. This is a pretty good matchup for us. Uh, we start off, we are down 0 1. Rockets definitely had our number last season. Hopefully, we can finish or figure them out. We are down 2 1 now. 2-2, so it is a tie series. Hopefully we can pull it off. We are up 3-2. Can we move on? 3-3, going to a Game 7, and we do make it. We make it to the Western Conference Finals, where we are taking on the surprisingly upstart uh, Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets took out the Golden State Warriors in the series before four games to two, which is very impressive. Uh, I'm very surprised by that. Looking at what they have, they're actually led by Mike Conley and Nikolai Jokic. Gary Trent Jr. is another player that's really done a pretty good job for them. Nice pieces. Uh, they actually also have J.J. Redick. Gives them a nice uh, shooting ability, but I think we can take them. Looking at the Wolves, how we did in the previous game, Luka Doncic, 26 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and Carl Towns, 14 points, 17 rebounds. Consistently, I will say, Jimmy Butler has not impressed me in a lot of these simulations. Only 6 points, 2 of 7 from the field. Uh, the six rebounds and the seven assists is nice, but you really would want more from him. And he had three turnovers to the mix. I want more from Jimmy Butler in the Western Conference Finals here if we stand a chance to make it to the championship. We are up 1-0 on the Nuggets. 1-1, they do tie it up. 2-1, Wolves take a lead in the series. 3-1, we got a good shot here. 3-2, can we pull it off? We do. We are going to the... A championship game, we are taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's been a pretty common matchup so far in these simulations. We are down 0-1 to start it off. Down, uh, tied 1-1. Up 2-1. Can we make it 3-1? We can. We're up 3-1. Good shot to win the championship. And we do. 
We do win the championship in Luka Doncic's second season. Luka Doncic does end up winning finals MVP, just really having a solid, solid season and solid finish in the playoffs. Twenty, Just under 22 points per game, 3.4 rebounds, 4.8 assists. Just so much to like about what he's able to do for this team. 45% from three, 52% overall from the field. So in year two, the Wolves, very similar to Mobamba and Michael Porter Jr., they do end up winning the championship in the second season. And so through all these simulations, I will say the order we're going to go with in terms of if the Wolves somehow did land that four pick, Luka Doncic would be number one, Mobamba number two. Number three, we're looking at Michael Porter Jr. And number four would be JJJ, Jaron Jackson Jr. And now we will move on. We're going to end this segment. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is the Howl, our 2K All Day segment here, quarter three. We are going to move on, and we are going to do the Grizzlies. We're actually going to run the Grizzlies from the point of if they make this trade and how they can get their future going with Andrew Wiggins. And that's what we're going to start with now. All right, here we are sitting at the draft. We are now looking at, uh, so I am basically the GM of the Grizzlies franchise. We have made the trade. We traded for Andrew Wiggins. Gave up the four and Chandler Parsons. We'll take a look and see how the Grizzlies can do if this trade was to go down. I know a lot of Grizzlies fans are against it. Some are some are for it, but it seems like a lot of people think that Andrew Wiggins is just a complete bust, a complete failure. I could not disagree more at this stage. But at the same time, let's just take a look and see what, what, can, what we can do as the Grizzlies GM. So we're sitting at the draft. The Grizzlies have the seventh pick in the second round here, and we'll take a look, kind of at least see who's available. Obviously, this is a, a pretty deep draft, so we might be able to get uh, someone that maybe dropped or just someone in that second in that second round that could be decent. Uh, Leangelo Ball is the top available player as far as rank is concerned in this draft class. Looking who uh, else is available. Achillean Tilly is a guy that we've had pretty good luck with in other simulations. That might be a guy we could target. I don't dislike Leandro Ball too much. I know the balls get a bad rap, but at the same time, uh, you know, when this draft class was made, he's a decent shooter. Man, that Killian Tilly though, uh, six foot seven, a six foot ten wingspan. There's a lot to like with him, but he is a small forward, and obviously, you're already sitting with Andrew Wiggins in this simulation since we did trade for him. So you know, we're gonna grab. Let's see. We'll look. We'll take a look at the overalls just to kind of get an idea of of where guys are at you know what we're actually going to take Killian Tilly I think uh he projects to be a pretty decent player and to get him at this stage I think uh it's a nice little piece uh to kind of build around a little bit and this this simulation here is probably gonna take a little longer just because we're going to kind of see uh, how Andrew Wiggins does in terms of rebuilding this team uh we know that he struggled a bit with rebuilding the Timberwolves franchise uh, but at the same time, we have some some other veterans that are already here that's going to help out a little bit. When we did the previous Wiggins rebuild with the Wolves, we did a complete rebuild, so we started from scratch. So that does it for uh, the NBA draft. Now we'll move on to the offseason. Take a look and see what the Warriors are able to do. Sorry, what the Grizzlies are able to do here in the offseason to really jumpstart this Andrew Wiggins rebuild. Again, they do still have Mike Conley. They do still have Marcus Gasol. They've got some decent pieces, whether it's uh, Jermichael Green, uh, a young player in Ivan Rab. So they've got some some building blocks that are definitely going to help out as far as what we can do. Uh, funny thing, 
the we actually got auto picked Leangelo Ball, so we got Killian Tilly and Leangelo Ball to this draft. I'm very pleased with that. If I'm the Grizzlies uh, in real life, looking at a team slash player options, we do accept uh, the the player or the the option of uh, uh, Andrew Harrison, who's been a decent player. Wayne Selden Jr. is an interesting player. Uh, I've liked him at certain stages. I uh, I feel like we can get better though with with other players, so we are going to decline the option there. Looking at the qualifying offers in the offseason, there's nothing for the Grizzlies. We move on to what's going to be very important, which is free agency. Obviously, given the Andrew Wiggins trade, there's not a ton of wiggle room, which is why it was really important to get those two solid rookies. Looking at what we have for cap space, uh, it's nothing great. We do have a little bit of room, though, so we definitely can make some offers. In one of the previous simulations that we saw, Paul George actually signed with the Grizzlies. Now, that's that's not really necessarily something that is going to happen in this simulation because we don't have the cap room because of the Andrew Wiggins deal. But that is something that at least uh, the, the simulated Grizzlies did take a look at. If we sort by age going to the youngest, we see if there's maybe some young pieces we could bring in. A guy we're going to actually target in this simulation would be Thomas Bryant. Who, uh, who anyone that's listened to these simulations in the past or has played this before, Thomas Bryant is a player that does get very good. So I think it's a nice piece to add. He could obviously learn from Marcus Gasol and grow as his team grows. And you can get him on a nice contract four years, uh, just at two and a half a season. So uh, higher than the minimum, but still a really affordable contract. P.J. Washington is a guy we've gotten in some of the other simulations for the Wolves. Uh, as a power forward. Let's take a look, though, at the roster and see kind of where we're at in terms of players. So if we go piece by piece, looking at the point guard spot, we've got Andrew Harrison and Mike Connolly. It wouldn't be a bad idea to have a second, um, or it was, excuse me, a third point guard. Uh, ben McLemore, Leangelo Ball as the shooting guards. Not terrible, but definitely nothing great. At the small forward position, we have Killian Tilly, Dylan Brooks, who's a nice young piece, and Andrew Wiggins, obviously, is going to be your, your headliner there. At the power four position, you have, uh, let's see, Jermichael Green, Jarrell Martin, and you have Ivan Rab. So some decent pieces there also. Marcus Gasol obviously is your cornerstone at center, and you have the young piece in Deonta Davis. So actually, as far as rebuilds go, I actually like what the Memphis Grizzlies have currently. In terms of players, we'll take a look and see how many they have. So they have 12 guys under contract. Uh, with Thomas Bryant, that would be 13. So we've still got a little bit of wiggle room in terms of roster spots. Might not be a bad idea to pick up a third point guard if we can get one. A guy that, uh, at least in, in some of the simulations, works out pretty good would be a player like Frank Jackson if he's available. Because you want to get someone that's young enough to help you with the rebuild and can also, you know, kind of, you can kind of grow with that player as well. Kobe Simmons actually is a player that we've gotten in a few other simulations that works pretty well. And we're actually going to go and grab him. And he's a two-way player, so that's kind of nice. Uh, although Kobe Simmons is not interested in negotiating with us, so it's going to be a little tough to sign a guy that doesn't want to be here. See, And part of that's obviously going to be what we are looking at in terms of what teams view us as. And if they know they can see we're rebuilding, that's obviously not going to be a team they necessarily look forward to playing with. We have uh, Wade Baldwin's available, though, which wouldn't be a bad option for a third point guard. Just 22, a 72 overall, and he is willing to, man, he wants a lot of money, though. He's looking for almost $14 million a year. That's definitely out of our price range. You know, Wade Baldwin is a decent player, 
but uh, definitely not good enough to be getting that kind of money. I mean, he's a guy that's going to be getting a lot less than that, I would say, in, in real life. We'll have to see if we can find any sort of a bargain. So far, there's just not much available in terms of bargains, which is really hurting what we're able to actually do here. If we go, we'll search through actual point guards, see who's available at the specific positions. Because right now, just going by the age, we've, we have not had great luck in terms of uh, who's willing to sign here at a young age that uh, could still be at least a decent player. Um, a lot of low guys, which is part of the problem. Players that their, their overall is just it isn't where you'd like it to be. Uh, Dante Exum. You wonder, he's a restricted free agent, so there's not much you can do there. Kay Felder could be a pretty good option. A decent player, uh, had some decent seasons, and you're getting him as a two-way player, so that wouldn't be too bad at all. And he's willing to accept, it looks like, that uh, $2.5 million, four years, which is not a bad contract for us. Let's take a look. So, yep, we were able to sign Thomas Bryant. We were also able to sign Kay Felder. That's going to put us at 14 players, so we do still have room for one more. It's it's tough to say who – there's not necessarily one position that we need, but if you can find another good young player that's maybe available for the right price. You know, a guy like Derek Jones Jr. ends up getting pretty good in this game, and I think if you sign him at the right price, he could be a pretty good player down the road. So if we can get him as our – and we can. He is willing to uh, stay with us. As far as players that we have on the roster, most of these other players that we're looking at getting rid of, uh, I'm fine with getting rid of. Oh, and part of the reason, okay, I didn't even realize this, and this is my bad, Kobe Simmons actually. So Kobe Simmons actually is already with us. Uh, he has a cap hold. So uh, I guess he, he has a firsthand account of what we're looking at in terms of the team. I think so. We have a cap hold on him because he is a uh, restricted free agent. So it'll be interesting to see if we can actually sign. Let's not even take the chance, in fact. We're not even going to take that chance. We'll stick with Kay Felder, Thomas Bryant, Derek Jones Jr., and we will move on from the rest of these guys, and we will announce all their rights just to move on and get things going in the right direction here. Yep, so we're sitting at, uh, as we finish up the moratorium, we sign all three of those players. We are sitting at 15, and now we can jump to training camp. And I actually think we have a pretty solid start to this rebuild. I like a lot of our good young pieces. A lot of it's going to be making sure that we increase the potential of the right players if we're going to actually do this correct and get this rebuild going the right direction. All right, at the trade deadline, the Grizzlies are sitting at 26 and 27. They are sitting in the eight seed, actually. So as of right now, they would make the playoffs. We'll take a look at what the roster is at at the moment. We did look at making some possible trades, but decided in the end makes the most sense just to hold on to what we have currently. You have Mike Conley, Marcus Gasol, Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Harrison, Jermichael Green, Derek Jones Jr., Kay Felder, Deonta Davis, Ivan Rabb, Ben McLemore, Jarrell Martin, Thomas Bryant, Killian Tilly, Leangelo Ball. You have Dylan Brooks. This has been definitely a, a, something that's hurt us. Is He dislocated his right patella. He's still out another four to six weeks, so we've been missing him a large part of this season. So it's pretty impressive we were able to do what we could without Dylan Brooks, who in my eyes, at least on this team, is one of the, the better players and more important players uh, going forward. So starting off the second half of the season with a nice win streak, which is always nice to see, uh, we're still sitting in that eight spot. Uh, it's going to be close, though, because you know how good the West is. It's going to be very tight if we can make the playoffs. But hopefully uh, Andrew Wiggins and company can find a way to get just enough wins to make it in. 
it's 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 up and down. They unfortunately they've gone into a bit of a losing streak here, and I think we just missed the playoffs. Taking a look here, and we actually did make the playoffs. We end up uh, making it as the eight seed, which is super impressive. I'm very pleased with that, given uh, you know where we're at with this team, and I think that's a good start to your rebuild. When the first season with a lot of young pieces and a, and a few veterans, uh, you're able to find a way to get it done. Let's go to the standings to take a better look in the conference. We finish at 42 and 40, so not bad. That's not bad at all. And you're not even, you know, you're only like one game behind the Spurs at the seventh spot, only three games behind the Pelicans at the six, and actually only five games back of the Rockets. So, you know, you're definitely looking pretty good as far as uh, how far off you are. Going to the statistics, let's take a look and see what our guy Andrew Wiggins was able to do this season. Andrew Wiggins led the team with 17.1 points per game. Uh, you're talking uh, just under four rebounds per game, just under two assists per game. Not much else to write about as far as Wiggins is concerned. Conley and Gasol are some of your other better players. We really struggled in terms of getting uh, injuries. Andrew Harrison uh, broke his right hand. He's still out another two to four weeks, so he'll miss the playoffs. You have Derek Jones Jr., left knee tendonitis. He's out four to six weeks, so he's going to miss the playoffs. Not a great look going into the playoffs as far as injuries are concerned. But, hey, you never know. Maybe we'll surprise the team, although it's not going to be easy. Uh, we do take the first game against the Warriors. We are up 1-0. I, I got to take a look at a box score for something like that. Looking at what the team was able to do. Let's see. Grizzlies. Ben McLemore had a really good game. Led all scorers. Conley and Wiggins right there as well. And actually, surprise, Jarrell Martin had a pretty good game. So we are up 1-0 on the 2-0. We are now up 2-0 on the Warriors. This is crazy because both those games are away. This, is, this, is, this would be pretty incredible. 2-1, uh, we do lose the first game in Memphis. We are on, we're now up three to one, three games to one here in this simulation. Can we win one more game to pull off this great upset? Uh, three games to two. Now Warriors are trying to make that comeback, and we do take it. Unbelievable. The Memphis Grizzlies take out the Golden State Warriors here in this simulation. Andrew Wiggins is obviously leading the way for this team. Let's take a look at that box score. Mike Conley, 25 points. Five rebounds, seven assists, but this is what wins you the game, by the way. Andrew Wiggins, 24 points, 11 rebounds, and two assists. That is how it's done, and that's how you that's how you find a way to beat the Warriors, apparently. Just super impressive. Let's see if we can somehow make some sort of a run here. This would be very cool. Uh, so we simulate the round. We are up against the Houston Rockets. Let's be honest. We didn't expect to win the first round. We shouldn't have any expectations to win this round, but already very impressed with the start to this team. 1-0, uh, Houston is up. 1-1, uh, we do take one of the games in Houston, which is still very impressive. Memphis is up two games to one. I, I'm absolutely shocked at this point. We are now up three games to one. If we win one more game, we would take on the Timberwolves in the Western Conference Finals. And we do it. Unreal. I don't even know what to say. They take it four games to one, moving to the Western Conference Finals. That That is unbelievable. Uh, I, I'm absolutely shocked. Uh, let's take a look at the box score because, yep, so uh, Andrew Wiggins leads the way with 16 points, four rebounds, four assists, two steals, zero turnovers, uh, six to ten from the field. So really uh, some nice basketball get for, you're getting from Andrew Wiggins here. 
We are now in the Western Conference Finals taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Normally, I obviously am cheering for the Wolves, but in this scenario, I'm the GM of the Grizzlies, and that's who I want to win. All right, here we go. Starting it off, we have uh, we do take it. We're up 1-0 on Minnesota, so that's a nice uh, first game. 2-0, we are up on Minnesota. 2-1, can we pull it off? It is 2-2, so this is actually the closest it's been. We've actually really dominated both the Warriors and the Rockets. I'm really hopeful we can find a way to pull this off. Let's take a look at the injury report. We've had some injuries this past season. It's going to be interesting to see if that's part of the reason we're at two games to two here. Takes a second to get to the Memphis Grizzlies. We uh, Derek Jones Jr. Is still, is still out, but that's not a big deal. He was not playing major minutes. Let's see. Uh, Minnesota does take the 3-2 lead. It is looking like this may be the end of this Cinderella story, and it is. Oh, unfortunately, we just miss making it to the championship. The Timberwolves do end up making it to the championship, and they end up losing to the 76ers in the championship. But still, Memphis Grizzlies, incredibly impressive that they were able to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, on the back of Andrew Wiggins with what he was able to do against the Golden State Warriors. So as far as first seasons go, pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, in fact, we're going to leave it there. I think that's the perfect spot to end it. We were originally going to go further, but I don't know that you can ask for much more out of the first season of Andrew Wiggins-led Grizzlies making it to the Western Conference Finals. Again, you've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This has been our third quarter, 2K all day on the Howl. Coming up quarter four, we have Howl Hardwood History. Followed by Can Kevin Cousy. And now, folks, it is time for everybody's favorite game show, Can Kevin Cousy. Written by Rob Hess. For those that don't know how we play, every week we have Rob compile a list of somewhere around 30 players. Five clues for each player. Each clue technically easier than the last, if you will. Uh, if Aaron or I think we know, we use our names as our buzzers to ring in. If we're right, we get points. If we're wrong, we are out for the remainder of that player. There are themes. I believe we are bringing back the intelligence multiplier. If I'm uh, not mistaken, Rob? You are mistaken. I am? Wow, no intelligence multiplier. Okay. Boo, Boo this game. That's going to that's gonna change it. I got used to that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? We're going to turn it over to Rob for uh, for this week's game. All right, so this week on Can Kevin Cousy, uh, no streaks, but there are lots of bonus points available. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to work itself out. There is a two-part theme, and each portion is worth five points. So if you get like one half, it's worth five points. If you get two, it's worth ten. Okay. And then uh, there's some bonus points along the way as well. So as far as the, the kind of the theme, each player is at a position for a specific reason. And you'll so that that's what you're kind of guessing as okay. far as the theme is concerned. I think and I can do it this week, like usual. Still actually, can't and write the, not only the so down. the reason why it's two parts is each person is at the number for a specific reason, but that person is also on the list for a specific reason. All right, so we'll start it off. Number one, Timberwolves. Not a Star Trek crusher. Not a Randy pitcher. A wing, known for his smile, but not much else Aaron. while here. Aaron. Wes Johnson. Wes Johnson is correct. Now, this is where we get into the fun of this version of Can Kevin Cousy. After each answer, you <coughs> have a chance to get two points. You, if you tell me where he was picked and what year. 
Um, he was the fourth overall selection, and it would have been the 2013 NBA draft. What's your guess, Kev? I also agree with the fourth overall pick, but I believe it was 2012. You both get a point. It is 2010. Going way wow. back. Okay, 2010. Ralph. So that is two points for Aaron and one point for Kevin. All right. Moving to number two, the Lakers. He is curious. A famous NFL safety. George. Lynch. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Four. No. Three. Two. I, 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 one. Lynch threw me off. I'm sorry. Kevin? Oh, bummer. Missed a chance there. This is usually where you chime in and go, and you kind of say it, but you, like, question it. Five, four, three. Yeah, the Lynch really two, threw me off as well. One. Um, and, and the answer is George Lynch. I gave you the answer. All right. Yeah, okay. let's go. <laughs> we are on fire. Now so we know. Uh, now we know. You have what was the stick. pick and what year? Uh, eighth overall. Nineteen eighty-seven. Aaron, thirty-six pick, <laughs> and it was two thousand and eight. Nope, twelfth pick in nineteen ninety-three. Yeah, I was actually kind of close. But the, the 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 clues were he is curious, so curious George. Yep. And a famous NFL safety is John Lynch. Yes. I guess so. Yeah. I would have right. had a better chance of telling you where John Lynch played football. <laughs> he played the Bucks. Yes, he did. Number three, the Sixers. A song by the Knack. For the Wolves, he was Bracy. Sharon. Wright. Aaron. Aaron. Sharon Wright. That is correct. That is right. <laughs> hey. Can I take a guess at the theme? Uh, yeah. So this is the 2015 NBA draft order. That is half of that is half of it. Yes, yes. That is fifth or that is five points. Let's go. Wow. So what? Uh, that was impressive. So that's Thank half you. of it. That's half. Of it. That that's really half of it. that came out of nowhere there. I, I don't know what to do now. That puts it at 6-3, by the way. But that's before I give you your point, Aaron. Thank you. What, uh, so let's see. So for Sharon Wright, uh, pick and year. The pick, 16th, 1997. Kevin? I'm going to go 14th and 95. Ooh, 6th and 94. Oh. You're pretty close. Okay. All right, moving on. Number four, the Knicks. Check one, two, check, check. Not just sour chicken. A power forward, a member of the Big Three League. M.S. Aaron. Aaron. Mike Sweet. Incorrect. Kevin, any guesses? Kevin gives me I'm just a big look. Can All right. get one more clue? No, that was it. That was it, Kevin. Come on now. Five, MS, four, three, two, one, and 
Correct answer is Michael Sweetney. Yeah. I can't give it to you because it's not, you know. I, I hear But yeah. you got what I was get. You got the clues. I yes. did. I got the clues. What are we, uh, so what are we talking for, uh, let's see, what are we talking for position and gear? All right. He sounds like a good uh, 18th overall selection. I'd probably ballpark him in the 90, 98 draft. Kevin? 11th and 99. Uh, ninth, 2003. Okay. Can I take a guess at the other half of the theme? Sure. These are all lottery picks in the draft? Incorrect. Okay. Good guess, though. Number five, Magic. The Nanny TV Show. Never signed with an NBA team, stayed overseas a center. Vasquez. F.V. Kevin? Kevin. Fran Vasquez? That's correct. Fran? Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. The the nanny. nanny. Oh, yeah. that's why you got it. We're taking it back. Way back. So what uh, pick and year? So the 2004 draft. Let's go 17th overall. Aaron? 03. 16th. Nope. 11, 2005. So you were right around it. Number six. Kings. Danger, danger, Will. Kevin? Kevin. Thomas Robinson? Thomas Robinson. Ding, ding. Oh, man. Kevin's locked in today. Kevin's feeling it. Give that guy some pizza and it's on. What are we thinking for uh, pick and year? He was like 8th in 2012. Aaron? 5 in 2013. You each get a point. 5th, 2012. So combined, you were perfect. All right. Hey, hey, Nux, Aaron. Good job. Hey, teamwork makes the dream work. Number seven. I'm the doubled nuggets. up now. The Nuggets. Excitable or easily scared? Seven foot forward center. Nikolaz. Kevin? Kevin. Nikolaj Skittish Vili. That's right. Skittish. Skittish! <laughs> That puts it to 11.5. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is quarter four. Can Kevin Cousy on the howl? What are we thinking for position and year for Skittish Feely? Sixth and 01. Seventh and 01. Fifth and 02. <laughs> you're off by one on both. Good guess, though. Number eight. The Pistons. A boxer. Manna from heaven. Aaron. Aaron. Darko Milicic. Darko Milicic. The next one was, he is a Twitter private message. <laughs> what are we thinking for pick and year? 19. No. Hold on. I mean, you can't sit here forever. 2000. And he was the second pick. Second pick in 03. That's correct. Come on, yes. the 03 oh, draft. Gosh. That's the like one of the best draft. drafts ever. Hey. So two for Kevin, one for Aaron. Well, I got the answer right, too. I already gave you that point. Well, I got the pick number right. I know, and I gave you that point just now. Oh, I thought you only gave me one. No, I gave you two. Kevin gets two points, I get one point, and I'm never going to be able to catch up this way, Rob. That's the goal. <laughs> All right, number eight. No, sorry, number nine. Hornets. 
similar to the brow. For music, Van Him. Maroon 5, Levine. Kevin? Kevin. Adam Morrison? Adam Morrison. Oh, God. He was, uh, let's see. I feel like, it wasn't the, oh, God. I'm going to go third overall in 04? 02, third overall. You both get a point. Third overall in 06. Okay. Huh. Pretty close. Feels much earlier than that. You got the uh, the brow reference, right? Sure. The stash. Yeah, totally. All right, number 10. The heat. Easy. This season with the Knicks. Kansas State for college. Aaron. Aaron. Michael Beasley. Michael B. Easy Beasley. What are we thinking for uh, pick and year? He was the second pick in the 20, 2010. Second in 08? That is correct. 08 and the second pick. Wow. I have never seen this level of Kevin come through. Kevin's feeling a, it. It's draft it's week. Amazing, Anything's possible draft you gotta week. you got to get a sponsorship by Papa John's here, dude. Ke- For those that don't know, we're in the Den 2.0, and Kevin is, what is that, a Hawaiian pizza? He's got pineapple on his pizza, which is which a is hot the topic. Best way, the best item. way to go is to put which, pineapple on your pizza. Did you guys see on Twitter, someone posted the picture, and they put pizza on their pineapple, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Number 11. I'm in the zone. The Pacers. A Futurama robot. A what? Kevin. Kevin. Five. A what? Four. Dragon Bender. Incorrect. Good guess, though. What did you say? A Futurama robot. Oh, Futurama robot. Seven-foot center drafted out of high school. Was considered a can't-miss prospect at the end of the 90s. JB. Aaron. Aaron. Johnny O'Brien. Incorrect. You're back in. All right. Five, four, no idea. three, two, one. Jonathan Bender. Oh, my gosh. Hey, JB. Can I, can I take a guess at the, at the second half of the theme? Of course. These are all draft busts? Yeah, that's correct. Hey! <laughs> hey! Oh, my goodness. That puts it to 2210. Sponsor me, Papa John's. <laughs> Your name's not uh, Peyton Manning, so they're filled. can be whatever Papa John's wants it to be. Moving on to Papa number Kevin. 12. You still got a chance, Aaron. <laughs> number 12. The Jazz. University of Nevada, Reno. A short stint with the Wolves. Six foot six wing. Star Trek captain of Hanover Pretzels. Aaron. Kevin. Aaron. I, I got it. Five. Right. I, I passed. Four. All right. Finish. Kevin. It. Kevin. Kirk Snyder. Kirk Snyder. Fun fact. I was at, I think it was the Jazz game when they were playing the Wolves here. It was fan night. And when the game ended, they kicked balls into the stands and I caught one. And it was signed by Kirk Snyder. Wow. <laughs> Which, for anyone that doesn't remember, look him up. 
It is LeBron James' brother. They look so similar when he was here. Anyways, fun fact. Fun fact. What are we thinking for where he was picked? And actually, uh, you have an extra chance. We didn't. We didn't actually do Jonathan Bender either. So, going back to the one before, Jonathan Bender pick and year. Uh, Jonathan Bender. I'm going to go ninth. 2010. 7th? 08. Nope, 5th in 1999. As I said, can't miss project, prospect at the end of the 90s. All right. Well, But now um, Kirk Snyder. Pick Kirk and Snyder. number. I'm going to go 16th in 06. 04? 14. You each get a point. It was 16th and 04. All right. So you guys are combined to be correct again. That puts it at 24-11. Remember, this is the fourth quarter of the Howl on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Number 13 of Can Kevin Cousy. The Suns, seven feet, played in the 80s out of Memphis State. WB, William, Bedford. Kevin. William Bedford. That is correct. Wow. That was a smart play there. What are we thinking for uh, pick? 1988 NBA draft. 14th overall. Uh, What are you thinking? 89. He's 16th overall. Nope. 6th and 86. 6th and 86. Wow. Sounds like a Danny Heatley t-shirt. Right? 14th. The Thunder. Best first name ever. Stromile. Aaron. Aaron. Stromile Swift. Incorrect. Kevin. Kevin. Robert Stromile. Incorrect. Ah! <laughs> you guys are funny. You were, you, were, you were close. Seven foot one drafted out of high school. Kevin. Kevin. Robert Swift. Robert Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, he's locked in. I, I, another, really I can't. Is. I can't stop the Dravy train. Whoop, whoop. What are we thinking for uh, pick and year? Ninety-five draft. He was thirteenth overall. Oh boy! Are you thinking? You know? Are you is thinking? It, uh, you know? Closer to now, or or not? Ninety-sixth <laughs> draft. Let's call it uh, 13th overall. Ooh, 04 and the 12th. Mm. I tried to give you a hint there. Yeah, clearly. 15, the Hawks. Duke for college, six foot nine. He is similar to Vikings' new D lineman, Richardson. Venus and Serena. Kevin. Kevin. Sheldon Williams. Sheldon Williams. What are we thinking for the pick number? 07 draft with the seventh overall pick. Aaron? He was a UNC guy, wasn't he? So I, Duke for the, college. Or it was Duke. That was a hint. <laughs> I, I just remember the Blues. Yeah, so yeah, He's loopy was a, over no, here. No, no, that was a national championship game they, they went to, I think. Um, What's a good guess? Let's call it 2002 and 10th. Fifth, two thousand six. Wow. Sixteen. 
You guys ready? 16, the Celtics. Kedrick. What? Brown. Aaron. Aaron. Kedrick Brown. That's correct. Good job, Aaron. Oh, I've, never heard of, I've never heard of him. Well, I got a really good chance at guessing this one. Right? Okay, 99, and he was 11th. 2000, and he was 12th. 11th. 2001. Two more, boom, boom. Let's uh, let's let's give a score recap here. <laughs> oh my god! A score recap that would take a while, but we could give a score update. How about, how about a score update then? Twenty-seven, thirteen. Hey, who's winning that game right now? Uh, it's undetermined. <laughs> it's Kevin. Kevin's winning. It's me. Seventeen. The Bucks. The best first name ever. Michigan for college. Six foot nine power forward center. Trailer. Aaron. Aaron. Robert Tractor Trailer. That is correct. He was 97. Eighth. I'm going to go 16th and 97. Sixth and 98. Yeah, it was up there. He passed away, you know. Mm-hmm. He did. Had a bad four wheeling. When I was accident. doing this, I read that he had a bad four wheeling accident and then never recovered. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, it is. That was Actually, a great team. there were a few people on this list that have passed away, and I was like, "Oh, that's it." Him. Yeah, that's a bummer. It is. <clears throat> Moving on to uh, eighteen, uh, the Rockets. Not the comedian actor. Last played for the Wolves. Six foot ten power forward center Seton Hall for college. E.G. Five, four, three, two, one. And Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. Oh. Eddie Griffin, who also passed away. Man. Everybody on Rob's list dies. What was his, uh, these two anyways, apparently. Uh, what, uh, what are we taking pick and year, Aaron? 94. And he was ninth. Ninety-eight. And he was eighth. No, <laughs> seventh in two thousand one. I still remember being. At, I was at a, I was at a party on college campus the night when Eddie Griffin hit like eight threes in a game, and I was like, "Oh, that's the guy. He's going to be here forever." And then, uh, and then no, didn't work out unfortunately for him. Uh, so nineteenth, the Wizards. The Czech Jet currently plays with Fenerbach, Euroleague champ in 2017. A seven-foot power forward center. JV. Aaron. Aaron. Jan Vesely. Jan Vesely. What was he? 27-15. Got a chance still. Jan Vesely was seventh overall. In 2013. I think he was a little higher than that. I'm going to go fifth in 2012. 2012 was correct. Sixth. Ah! I'll take it, though. 20. The Raptors. BYU for college. A six foot eleven center. Played for the Jazz and the Raptors. Raphael. 
Arujo. Aaron. Aaron. Rafael Arujo. That's correct. Hey, you pronounced it right. Good <laughs> job. Okay, uh, 2005, and he was ninth. <clears throat> oh, 06 and 11. So I'm going to give Aaron a point because he's done this multiple times now. He was off by one on both. It was eighth in 2004. Whoa. So pretty close. Kevin humbly Kevin's getting allows. situated here. He's getting. Ex- he's like, I don't know about this. It's 28-17. You still got a chance, Aaron. Thank you. The Mavs. Six-foot-eight power forward, Louisiana Tech for college. FIBA Eurostar in 1996, only played for the Mavs in the NBA. Randy. White. Kevin. That was Kevin. Randy White. Randy White is correct. What are we guessing? 97. I'm going to go with the 10th overall pick. Oh, boy. He's still playing basketball today, huh? I did not say that. Oh. <laughs> you just hear what you want to hear over there, don't you? <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Okay. Let's say uh, 99. And he was eighth. He was eighth, but in 89. Ah. 89. Oh, dang. He's not playing basketball today. I mean, he might be, but like probably not at a high level. <laughs> probably in a gym. <laughs> yeah, 22. Pro- pro- probably. Kevin. The Bulls. Double T. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Four. Tyrus Thomas. That is correct. I was hoping the I, – I haven't been tricking you guys in a while. I had to trick someone with the Trent Tucker reference. That's where I thought he was going. What are we thinking for pick and year? Tenth. And it was 2005. 12th and 01? 4th, 2006. That was the deal where they did, it was like Tyrus Thomas and like Tyson Chandler, that whole deal. Yeah. All right, 23. The Blazers. Not Ostertag. Aaron. Aaron. Greg Oden. Greg Oden. I kind of thought the first one would just give it away. Yeah, I kind of had But, of course, it could have been uh, Sam Bowie. So, that's all. What are we thinking for year and pick? Still got a small chance. 2006. One. Uh, He was taken first overall, uh, but it was in 2009. Nope, 2007. You're close, though. Coming out of the wire here. Just think how different the Blazers would be, by the way, if they would have taken KD. Well, I mean, you can say that about pretty much every team ever. No, but they—I mean—they had the opportunity. No, I know, but think about all the guys the Wolves passed up. Oh yeah, oh no, absolutely. You know. Anyways, I get your point though. Just throwing my two cents. Every team that passed on Donovan Mitchell. Twenty-four. The Cavs. All ball. Kevin. Kevin. Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett. First overall in 2013. Correct. Although, I, get, I didn't get a chance there. You can have a chance. What do you think? First overall, 2013. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> 20, Damn it, Rob. 25. The Grizzlies. 
the Ricky Rubio draft. Hot tea. Hash. Kevin. Kevin. Hashim Tabit. That's correct. Hashim Tabit. If I remember correctly, he was taken pretty high in this draft. Was he? I'm going to go second overall in 09. Aaron? 2009. Do you, think do you think he's like exactly right or do you think he's a little off? Exactly right or maybe a little off? It's either second or third. I think he went second. I think Kevin's exactly right. That is correct. <laughs> but he gave you that. Oh, no. He's yeah, still struggling. Are you kidding me? He's like, is it exactly right or a little off? <laughs> he gave you those two bonus points. No, he didn't. I knew that draft well. No, maybe not well. <laughs> like, you knew it existed. What? You were All right, 26. The Spurs. A six foot five Loyola guard, three time Horizon League Player of the Year in the eighties. Alfredic, Aaron. Aaron. Alf- Alfredic. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's one word. <laughs> it's it's a weird word, but that's his name, Alfredic. Uh, the last cue, the last clue is Hughes. Kevin. Kevin. Alfredic. Hughes. Yes, that is correct. I had to like double check that I put that in right originally. What are we? What are we guessing for uh, year and pick? Nineteen ninety, and I'm gonna go with uh, ninth overall. Didn't they pick David Robinson in the ninety draft? I guess I don't know offhand. Maybe. What are we guessing? Uh, you know so ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Spurs here. It is the Spurs. Yeah, he said the Mavs. Anyways, 97. He said the drafts. Sixth. Nope. 14th, 1985. We're coming down to the wire here. We're going to go really a long way to find a Spurs draft. 27. Ball. The Lakers. This is an eligible one. Get layups. Get layups. North Carolina, a six foot eight small forward. George Lynch. George Lynch. That's correct. Look at Aaron putting two and two together. I like it. What are we thinking for pick and year? 2001, 13. 12 and 02. 12 and 93. It's looking like uh, it could be a little bit out of reach here, but let's make the gap a little smaller. 28, the Celtics. Kick balls. His real name is Albert. Kedrick. Brown. Kevin. Kevin. Kedrick Brown. Yeah, we had him again. <laughs> <laughs> what are we thinking? I mean, I already gave oh, the answer. Oh, God, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. Take a guess. Uh, there's no wrong answer. Or there's no bad answers. Yeah, there are. 96 <laughs> draft, 17th overall. Yeah, see, that's a bad answer. Yeah. <laughs> 98 draft. Eighth overall. 11th, 2001. I'm just coasting to the finish line. It's all good. This one's worth five points. Okay. Because you said that. Okay. That's fine. I ain't scared. The Nets. Eat orange bananas. Six foot eight UCLA power forward. Ed. O'Bannon. Aaron. That was Kevin. Ed O'Bannon. 
That is correct. He's for five me. points. Every he's won every one of those. He's just a little just sits there and goes. What are we guessing for? Get, uh, get quicker, kid. I can't, uh, otherwise, I'd be calling it before he says it. Oh four. Seventh. No, Ed O'Bannon was like ninety eight, maybe back. Uh, that's probably even late too. He was fifth. Nope, ninth in '95. Yeah. Well, just to see how it ends, score wise. Last By one. By the way, this is Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Quarter four of the Howl. It is 44-26. I'll give Aaron the seventeen lead. points here if he gets this one right. I mean, I, oh, like for just forgetting the, the question. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Warriors. Childish wishes. Six foot eleven power forward, NC State for college. Chris. Aaron. Aaron. Chris Wild. Incorrect. Good guess, though. That's a good guess. Washburn. Oh, Kevin. Oh, there you go, Kev. Chris Washburn. That's correct. What are we guessing? I mean, we'll round it out. What are you, what are you going to guess for a... Uh... 04... 18th? 92. Sixth. Nope. Third and 1986. Third. Ouch. So that ends uh, this edition of Can Kevin Cousy. 45-26 Kevin. Woo! Which, that's pretty good because you destroyed him last week. But then I destroyed him the week before. I mean, it's, you know, we're so mixing been, it up a little bit. we've been going back and forth in blowouts. Yeah, it's good. It's good. That's what I you want. I tried to hang in there, man. I made a bit of a comeback, but I those two big ones I couldn't overcome. Yeah, it's tough. The theme helped out, too, getting both of the yep. themes. Yep. I think that helped a lot. Uh, that's going to wrap it up here for the show. Uh, next week, we should hopefully be talking about a new Timberwolves draft pick or two, guys. Yeah. The Maybe draft trade. Thursday night. Uh, you can find us. You can find us Wednesdays from two to five Central Time. Saturdays from ten a.m. to one p.m. here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Uh, if you miss the show either of those times, uh, you can find us on Podium, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. At the Howl Radio, you can subscribe and the notifications pop up on your phone every week that we release a new show. So you get it right to your phone. You can't miss it. Follow us on Twitter at the Howl Radio, uh, at the Sportsman, at Aaron Groshong, at KDraves42. Once again, thank you so much for listening to us on this week's edition. And until next week, let me get a howl. That wraps it up for this week's second half show. Tune in next week for another edition of The Howl. Remember, if you missed the first half show, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere great podcasts are found. You can listen to us on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, Wednesdays from 2 to 5 p.m. and Saturdays from 10 to 1 central.